0: 16 South Africans have been dropped in the jungles of Malaysia. Unaware that the game has begun, the group have been told to hike along a deserted road. What they don't know is that an armed escort has been arranged to intercept them. This escort is under strict instructions to make sure the contestants are stripped of all their belongings. They will literally be going into this game with nothing but the clothes on their back. Their carefully packed suitcases and luxury items will stay behind. They will be chained together and transported to their final destination. Contestants are South Africans from all walks of life, including one contestant selected by survivor viewers. They will need to beat out sandflies, snakes, the weather, and grueling challenges to end up victorious. But something else stands in their way Semangar Island. This island of impenetrable jungles is steeped in mystery. Ancient headhunters roamed Semengar, looking to capture the souls of their enemies. During World War II, Japanese soldiers defended these islands with their lives. The remnants of their existence still haunts Semengar Island. But this is also a place of salvation, abundant in fruit, animals, and fish. They must learn to survive or be voted out of the tribe. contestants one survivor Has been arranged to intercept them. After being shackled together and all their belongings removed, the contestants were taken to Semengar Island. They needed to unlock their shackles and swim to shore, where 16 podiums of unequal length awaited them. Nomfundo struggled in the swim, but it was strong.
1: (laughs) The intro is like this, though. It's not like the one part Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody.
2: I'm Jacqueline.
1: And tonight on the podcast, we're talking episode 10.
2: Episode 10, 10.
1: No, 10, but 10, 10. No, I'm not going to no, do that. I'm no. just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shh. All right. Episode 10, Jackie.
2: Okay. Why was there such a long recap?
1: Yeah. Especially when after last we're weeks? going into
2: a cliffhanger. Like legitimately we're going into a cliffhanger oh and you give me like a three minute recap at the beginning of this episode.
1: Uh I tried to follow the website this time to watch the director's cut that they flash on the screen and it, it brings you to nothing. Well, it brings you to like a direct TV <laughs> South Africa type website that doesn't even have any survivor content on it that I can find.
2: Well, that was not helpful. With
1: a completely different web address than what I typed in. Like, it's morphed into something else in the intervening decade, unsurprisingly.
2: Okay, so we hop in, and we are at the tiebreaker.
1: Can I, I think, I'm just gonna say this up top, I think this is the worst episode of the season.
2: I think it was awful.
1: Fucking terrible episode. I think
2: multiple times we were like, what the fuck?
1: we're yeah we're we're back with the empu tribe back at the cliffhanger it's hein versus lorette they're doing the what is it called the skull the skull
2: also like okay that was called the skull immunity later is called the ring um, yeah. like come on they've come got on a, on with some fucking better name
1: instead of just describing the thing skull, the skull ring yes um
2: where you have to, the closest person to touch the skull to 30 seconds, I think without going over.
1: I think so. Wins. They both close their eyes, touch, I think it's just closest to 30, honestly. And I, I don't, don't
2: think you have to close your eyes. I
1: don't think it's without going over.
2: Okay. I don't think you have to close your
1: eyes. But they both closed their eyes. Or was Lorette's eyes not closed? I don't. Hines eyes were closed.
2: Hines, I, someone, okay, so. Oh, you, Lorette does it in 26 seconds.
1: Hein does it in 47.8. When like, you're watching it, it seems fucking insane how long Hein keeps his hand on the skull after Lorette.
2: Keeps his hand off the skull.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Because you touch the skull to indicate that yes. you're done. Yeah.
2: Okay. Fucking stupid. The, the second someone touches it, you need to be the well, next one and hope it, both of you didn't it, go over.
1: I don't, it's, it's not without going over. It's not price of no. right rules. They never said that. It's okay. just whoever's closest to 30.
2: But here's my thing. If Lorette was at like 33 seconds yeah, sure. and you touched it right after her, you still lost. But when like you, it, the minute someone touches, you touch right. Or like the second someone touches, you maybe, touch right unless,
1: after. Unless that person's way off. Unless, But like, then
2: you would still be closer.
1: Sure yes yes you so were. no
2: matter what unless lorette went over the Way 30 over, seconds and then
1: you're also well, that's or a-. any
2: bit over yes. if lorette went over if it's yeah. after 30 seconds and lorette touches <laughs> you would lose if you touched after her
1: it's when you like when you're watching it it's just befuddling <gasps> this whole thing is confusing and everything that comes from it i'm also confused by it's like heinz eyes are closed and he yeah he holds on for fucking like 20 seconds longer than loretta like
2: what are you
1: thinking you (laughs) idiot well then we get it it's extremely anticlimactic. it's like it's how my favorite character one of the biggest characters of the season goes and it just feels stupid and it also fucking wraps up in three minutes why why was this a cliffhanger
2: no it was so why
1: was this not at the end of the last episode why are you disrupting the ending of that episode in the beginning of this episode For this shit. Hine to go home (laughs) within the first five minutes of an episode by not counting correctly feels so anticlimactic.
2: Dyke is like, it feels like Hine fell asleep.
1: Well, I I haven't heard that Mark says, well, that was dramatic. And I'm like, Mark, I feel the exact opposite. Yeah, we get in this whole thing. Amanda thinks Hine threw it immediately.
2: Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah, and this is right. This is a cut right after. Tri- this is a little. I it's have some nighttime. questioning. Okay. To do here. Okay. About timeline behind beyond the torch type. Yes. Shit. Yes.
1: That the hit, the invisible hand.
2: Right. So this is nighttime right after tribal. You can tell it's dark outside. Because they
1: have like the night vision cameras.
2: <clears throat> right. Um. It was really great. This is the first time we see Dyke and Mandela speaking in an African language. Yeah, very That was fucking awesome. Super cool moment. Um, Mandela has, like, a huge fucking smile on his also, face like, getting rid of mine.
1: He, like, he's lost, like, all the baby fat on his face, and, like, it's nighttime, and in like, the night vision, and his eyes just, he, like, this, like, under his face upward shot. It's a very, it's a, I mean, it's a fun shot, but.
2: And they're all thinking that Hein maybe threw it.
1: I don't understand. Not everyone is. I don't understand. Why would, what does the point, what does Hein throwing it, what advantage does that give?
2: But then how did he do so badly?
1: Well, if you're throwing it.
2: But if he's not throwing it, how did he fuck it up that bad? Like you hear her fucking move.
1: Your whole thing about like touching it immediately when she touches it or right after. I guess so. The whole thing is like that. Why not? Because you're, I think you're hung up on the idea that like whoever doesn't go over, I think like,
2: no, that's not at all what I would just count
1: to 30 and not pay attention to the other person. And like, I wouldn't be paying attention to touching it immediately after they did. But I mean like 20 seconds over is crazy. It's like,
2: no, but here's what I'm saying. Okay. We're supposed to count to 30 and then touch it. And the closest to 30 wins. Yes. So if someone touches it before you,
1: you, that either yes, they went should.
2: over or, and you're gonna lose anyway, yes,
1: you should just, or touch
2: they were further away from 30 than yes, you're about I, to be. I understand, because...
1: I'm just saying that's not what I would be focusing on because I, because right, because there isn't the prices is right rules, I think I would just be like, I'm just gonna count to 30
2: that's how you have to start but once you see her touch, sure, you gotta unless touch your eyes are closed well then why the fuck are your eyes closed man? i just don't
1: know why you're so hung up on that it's just like the thing is it's like he he waited 20 more seconds than she did he waited almost the full time he was supposed to do it over you know like it's fucking insane i it it is very maybe he was done playing maybe he did fall asleep maybe he like
2: was exhausted. and Maybe
1: his fucking ankle has been hurting really badly. And he's just like worn the hell out.
2: And How honestly wanted I? an excuse to be done. He might be in his
1: like mid to late 30s. He could be 40 years old. He could in be this in this his 40s. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. But here's my little like what the fuck. They have this conversation. It's after tribal. It's nighttime. Okay. Then it shows them walking back to camp. In the daytime. Yeah. Where the fuck did they sleep last night? Well. Where was that? Who knows?
1: I mean, that could very well just be like, let's insert this shot of them walking. That was like totally from a different, you know what I mean? Just as a transition shot. Like that That type of stuff of like. like
2: it was too late to film them coming back. So, or, or even just
1: like, we need, I don't know. Like I'm constructing this episode and it just kind of works to stick that in there as a transition. I don't know.
2: But it, like, shows them walking back to camp in the daytime and then going into the next day. So I just don't understand what happened yeah, with nighttime they... tribal what ending. Time do they do...
1: What time do they do tribal? Is it like maybe they do it super early in the morning? And
2: I mean, but it was getting dark was during it? tribal.
1: I don't know. And have... it was
2: pitch black on the like <laughs> conversation right after. It's a tribal, very interesting
1: question. I and have then no daytime
2: idea. when walking back to camp. So I don't know where the fuck did they sleep. It's
1: a good question. All right, those shots of them coming into camp in the daytime—they probably did sleep in camp, and it's probably just from something else. You know what I mean? Just some other time when they walked into their camp. Just when you're like you're an editor, you're making an episode of Survivor. All you have is hours of raw footage and you have to take that and make an episode. So you will most definitely end up like, like when you watch RuPaul's drag race, you know, those conversations when they're putting their makeup on and like, well, why would you even maybe put something before something? Like, why would you put anything out of order? Well, because like, I can't use all the footage and I have a shitload of footage and I just need to like get the narrative and have transitions be smooth and get the point across. I want to get across and i'm just assembling that from this footage and so like oh i need to maybe my episode's not long enough maybe i need some transition shot to now establish that they're back at camp that i and i don't have that shot or who knows you know i just feel like there's a thousand reasons why there might be some weird out of order it just brings up
2: questions. It like, does. where the fuck did they sleep? I...
1: Me as a viewer, <laughs>
2: seeing a late night conversation right after Tribal and then watching them walk back to camp should, when it's light out. We should
1: dig further into this.
2: I, I, I have should. that issue. Let's
1: really further dig yep, into this. Yep, yep.
2: Call up Amanda <laughs> right now okay um
1: um there's lots of like angie uh, is super annoyed with amanda uh, and angela yeah just annoyed at like pointless chatter just what is talking for the sake of talking
2: angie does a lot of flip flop and pers like yeah lots of that kind of
1: hot and cold on people yeah like you were
2: best friends with amanda for a minute you love dyke
1: i mean and then like you were right
2: you were fussy about lorette which comes up later on in the episode and i mean you just appease whoever you're with i guess i'm sure way to do it it
1: must be easy to be annoyed by people at this point oh yeah And then, yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot going... The main thing is just, like, the cliffhanger into the talk of did Hein throw it, and then some, like... There's some further settling of personalities as everyone is getting used to being... A big tribe again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then we head into a reward. Now,
1: Jackie, they're playing for the Radox range. Radox this episode sponsored by radox
2: no we're not getting any money from them no um <laughs>
1: they're playing for like a spa day and they get yes. like an assortment of radox which i don't know i don't think it's an american brand it no. must be a south african like shower because not no not, not. Like, it's uh, like
2: body wash and yes, shampoo, and uh, conditioner. toiletry yes yes And so you get taken to the spa, you get to take a shower or a bath. Make it very clear you cannot take both, (laughs) but you can take a shower or a bath.
1: And you get a fruit shake.
2: And a massage. Yes. And a time to chill in the jacuzzi.
1: Mark Bailey is like, and ladies, a fruit shake. I know you love those. I think I've got a pretty good Mark Bailey impression going. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I can do Mark Bailey and I can do old man bruce springsteen no i've got a podcast no with barack obama no you don't yes i do <laughs> okay because i'm old man bruce springsteen
2: the look you have on your face <laughs> i'll need to record that you for our have listeners. to
1: squint while impersonating
2: oh why are you stopping let me take a picture man
1: bruce springsteen <laughs> i have a podcast with barack obama Because I'm old man Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) I don't want to watch that or hear it back. It's
2: okay, I only got two seconds of it. So with that, we just did it. Oh my gosh, I forgot we were. (laughs)
1: Uh, So
2: for the challenge, they yes
1: (laughs) Yes.
2: <laughs> they are doing the, the question challenge.
1: Classic survivor challenge. Love to see it.
2: Who is the worst, the best, the friendliest, the ugliest, the, survey. the smelliest? The
1: tribe survey. Yes. And you have to, it's like a Majority theory. rules. Survey says here are the questions that get asked Who is most difficult to sleep next to? Six people vote for Dyke, two people vote for Mandela. Love it. Who smells worst? uh mandla is the one who has voted for the most but lots of other people get some votes yes who is most untrustworthy <laughs> dyke takes it and dyke, votes for
2: himself which he
1: does a couple times a couple here, of times which it shows his like you know he's pretty canny
2: keened in keened yeah. I, you, keyed, turned. Uh,
1: yeah, you, tuned
2: you, you, tuned in. That's the phrase I, like I how wanted. You, you
1: combined keyed in with the word keen. <laughs> I'm pretty keened in. Yeah, I like it. Love it. Uh, who talks the most? Amanda takes it with four, but Angela got three votes.
2: Yeah, I don't know. People seem more annoyed with Angela. I.
1: Who does Grant
2: voted for Amanda in a lot of these.
1: Yes, Grant also. I have did some well. major
2: vibes that Grant is a
1: racist. Oh, maybe. I just cause he's a bald, white South African lawyer it doesn't mean he's a racist.
2: No, but from observing him this season, it might beg to have I don't think racial done... charge tendencies. Mm. I don't know.
1: I guess I haven't necessarily picked up on that and I'm a little bit hesitant to start Yes. i guess there's you're nothing right. there's been nothing overt you're like right. if anything
2: that was more earlier on in the season with dyke and high and, and, and
1: almost more along like gender lines yeah than, you're right but it's hard to say i mean like it's so difficult to say
2: yeah
1: um at this point after the who does the least work at camp question Oh, Which also goes to Amanda. No,
2: no, no. No, it doesn't.
1: No, wait, wait, wait. No, okay, okay. Let me, before that one, who talks the most? Goes to Amanda. Yeah. At that point, everyone else has two knives and Grant has zero knives. Because if you get a question wrong, they stab a knife into your Your podium. podium. You get three knives, you're out. Everyone has two, Grant has none. Then the question is, who does the least work at camp? So Amanda gets two votes. Angela gets two votes, Angie gets two votes, and Dyke gets one vote. Mandela, or so Grant votes for Amanda, Angela votes for Angie, Lorette votes for Angela, Mandela votes for Dyke, Dyke votes for Amanda, Amanda votes for Angie, and Angie votes for Angela, which I I think I said twice, maybe.
2: Yeah, you did. But that's two, two, and one. And yet it still gets called for Amanda.
1: It gets called for... It's like Mark just decides that... Oh,
2: Amanda is the laziest at camp. He is the tiebreaker, apparently. Yes. Mark Bailey is the fucking motherfucking tiebreaker. Meaning this that... This pissed me off so much. It
1: doesn't make any sense. It should have been... Yeah, the, the, the votes for Amanda, Angela, and Angie don't count. And, and then whoever, then whoever voted, voted for, for Dyke, Dyke which was Mandala... Mandala. He gets out. Yes. That's the only thing that makes sense. That's
2: the only thing that makes sense. But instead.
1: Mark decides that Amanda's the majority ca- category. So and anyone then, so who anyone didn't who vote for
2: Amanda is, is out.
1: out. Meaning that Angela, Angie, Amanda, and Mandla are yeah. all out. Bull
2: fucking shit
1: makes no sense not even a word of explanation
2: made me so mad while watching this
1: so confused it was like wait what the fuck just happened we had to rewind it yeah Something and we keep tallies
2: do. and like make sure that the tallies we were keeping were marching ma- matching the tallies that they were keeping on the screen yes but like what the fuck man
1: well then it becomes who has the easiest ride into the merge Angie gets the vote who's the biggest charmer Dyke gets the vote And who is the biggest winga. Yeah. And it goes to Amanda.
2: And it seems real. She seems offended by it.
1: I tried getting to the bottom of this south african slang i i don't know if i'm spelling it incorrectly probably if you know what winga means if you happen to be one of our south african listeners we have a couple of you for sure
2: please let us know yeah because i am really pissed off about this whole thing it
1: was a i like the survey challenge and it was fun but just that one moment and there's been a few other calls of other challenges in the season that are not good calls that, that very much affect the fucking outcome of the game.
2: And genuinely, or generally, generally is the word that I want there. Yeah. Do not tip to our POC tribe mates.
1: <laughs> genuinely. I'm going no. to say that. It's gotten great like, favor yeah. over Nico- Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Yes. It's there like, is another, I think Mandala. Yeah, guy. there was
2: like a Mandala, maybe Mandala Dyke thing. Possibly. Or, like, I am just.
1: I'm not going to miss
2: angry when I watch it. Sometimes Mark
1: has grown on me, but I will be happy to have a mix up and host the next season. We
2: watch. Yeah. For fuck sure. Okay.
1: And then it goes now at this point, it's Dyke versus Grant. The question becomes whose life would the million change the most goes to Dyke. Dyke votes for himself. Dyke wins.
2: Yeah, he does.
1: He can bring one person.
2: I was kind of surprised this is who he
1: chose. Yeah, he brings uh, he Amanda. Brings Amanda with him. And I his reasoning it. for bringing Amanda is a little condescending, maybe. But, I mean, it's all. it can also be nice, just depending on how you take it. But just like, oh, of anyone out here, I think she needs it the most. And she needs to recharge her batteries the most. And I don't think...
2: In his talking head later, he, like, makes it a point to say, like, I feel like Amanda really needed a taste of home he says that phrase
1: that's true and that
2: totally brings it back around it's like he could tell that like she maybe felt isolated here felt like i mean she is the only black woman left true on you know yeah and has had to wiggle around with different groups and felt all of her like people that she was tight with taken away like i think Maybe Dyke was being a little more sincere than he made it out to be initially.
1: You know, and I have to say, I like Dyke. I do like Dyke. He bristled at him so much at the beginning of the season. He, and a lot of it is like this later stage kind of stuff he's been having with Amanda. Mm And I don't know. He just is like brusque exterior falls away a little bit and you just i don't know it, it happens so often you watch these people episode after episode and you just become endeared to them
2: yeah they really grow on you yeah or some like fucking grant I, just annoy know I, you I, even I, more i like grant <laughs> i know you do
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's so grant you know what i mean he's just himself now speaking of dyke though my favorite part of the episode let's talk, call the segment uh dyke at the spa, dyke at
2: the spa, dyke at the spa,
1: dyke at the spa. Uh, quote: I'm not a woman, so I won't be taking a bath. Love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you love baths. Oh
1: fuck, dude! I take sometimes. I take more than one bath a day.
2: Right? That's obsessive.
1: Hey, let's not get into my bathing habits.
2: Excessive. I'm using the Only wrong words. Only if I'm tonight. sick.
1: Only if I'm sick.
2: I know. If you're sick, a nice let's little. Let's not get into my nice bathing little... habits. I I um, will. Can I get into your bathing habits for no, one second? No, no, because
1: we don't have time dyke
2: wow getting
1: a massage
2: Mm
1: -hmm. he's so uncomfortable he's fighting not to fall asleep because he wants to experience like every moment of it
2: i i wonder if it's that or if he's just like on edge that he's like oh man i like can't
1: i think he does seem to be genuinely enjoying it a lot but he's like so like not he's like real stiff and not fully like he's like oh i put my head like in this hole and you're right. It is definitely partly like <laughs> I'm not comfortable falling asleep while someone's rubbing my
2: body. At one point, he yells like, "Oh, right there, right there!" <laughs> it's just really, really hilarious.
1: Amanda says to him that he looks human again, and he does look quite he
2: shaved.
1: He looks quite a bit different after, you know, getting all the the last three weeks off of him.
2: Yeah, they um they have, have a cute little minute together, like in the jacuzzis and all the things
1: back at camp
2: wait they do have a conversation like one of us needs to win and the other one's probably going home yeah and dyke's very much aware of the fact in this moment if he does not win he will go home
1: this episode's gonna fucking break my heart i know this is gonna be the worst episode i
2: know oh no i know
1: i just realized right
2: after hein leaves
1: they're gonna fucking i mean it's fitting yeah the fucking dynamic duo
2: Back to back. Oh man, you know it. Batman and Robin. If he doesn't win this, which we've already watched it, he will go home.
1: Can they please make a South African produced Batman movie with fucking Hine and Dyke as Batman and Robin? That
2: would be hilarious. Nothing would make me. Can um Amanda be Catwoman?
1: (laughs) I mean, can she? She has to be. Love it. But I mean, that's setting up a romance between Hine and Amanda, which doesn't work at all.
2: No, that's not. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. Uh, (laughs) No pine would be albert alfred alfred no 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 but, dyke he, but would he's be... named albert
1: and the like. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: dyke would be batman and
1: uh Amanda is catwoman
2: Ca- amanda's catwoman Dyke
1: can't be alfred <laughs> <laughs> really
2: after his foot injury i think that's very fitting he's just
1: like the grizzled old man <laughs> batman and dyke is like the young i mean honestly at this point like Hein is very old and Dyke is probably in his Pretty 40s old. at this point. Yeah. Anywho,
2: so back at camp,
1: Grant is very annoyed about Dyke and he's just, win me. When am I going to win an immunity and be on top?
2: Yeah. I have a quote, but I don't necessarily remember what it is. So I'm going to skip over that. Okay. Um,. <laughs>
1: They Dyke and Amanda come back and Dyke has this like poofy eighties type hair, 80s pop star, poof hair going on.
2: Um Grant, I remember what my quote is. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, he does have a poofy 80s hair. But Grant, Mandela's like, oh man, do I really smell that bad? And Grant's like, oh no, some of us talked before going in that if yeah, if it's a smell question, I would put you really yeah huh. so i wonder if there was some like hmm. and only like grant grant and he made it so far with not any i'm grant, wondering if grant, he like put some strategic things i out don't to know play. Man. grant
1: is often like well no grant he talks right when it he's talking right what a great challenge for like breaking up you know some people's alliances and like someone gets offended and then back at camp, you know, gets irritated maybe with someone that they're in alliance with. Like Grant is definitely trying to get his way to the end. And oh pulling yeah. Strings and hitting people against each other.
2: But I don't even know like who he needs to do that with. Cause right now his foursome is in power and he's in, he's not the biggest target.
1: No, he's in a good he's position. He's going
2: to make it to the final and probably win. And I will hate this whole season. Uh, but I don't want
1: Grant to win. Neither do I. But either. I also don't want some other people to win. So. Um, Dyke, he's a schoolboy. Oh, yeah. Everyone hopes that they stink now that they smell good. Amanda, like, tries to rub her essence onto Lorette's face. Angie
2: and Lorette, I think. Um, Or Angela and Lorette are both, like, rubbing their bodies up against Amanda, trying to rub off some of her good smell. And then Lorette, like, (laughs) sniffs herself. Nope, didn't work.
1: No. And uh, Dyke is definitely, the target is firmly on Dyke he has to win immunity if he wants to have a shot of staying in the game mm-hmm. and we'll talk about immunity when and, we come back from a break
2: but one last thing before we take that break yes angie makes a comment about not even noticing that Hine was gone and i just had to say yes we noticed I wa- my life i wanted to end noticed. my
1: note right here no one misses Hine but I do. I notice. I miss him so much. I put
2: Angie. We noticed time was gone. (laughs) It's cute when our notes are the same. Okay. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and we will come back with immunity after immunity and then wrap up with some Tribal. All right. welcome back from our survivor quick... that's what i did say before you didn't hit the record button and i know miss missed that jack and i
1: loved it and i wanted to recapture it but lightning like lightning in a bottle can't be captured can't be captured again can't be captured can't be captured can and just turn things into glass that all presidents are bad I think Calvin Coolidge, after he saw Birth of a Nation, the like KKK super racist movie, he said, like, capturing truth, but truth like lightning in a bottle. It's like an awful racist movie about killing black people. Presidents are bad.
2: Presidents are bad. You know
1: what else is bad? (coughs) This episode The Ring. Oh, God. The Ring immunity challenge.
2: Stupid as fuck. Fuck!
1: It's terrible. So it's worst a...
2: challenge I think I've ever seen in any Survivor ever.
1: It's a big ring. You've got it's all, a big ring. All the contestants. They are. They have their wrists. Like... Wrist
2: bound to their waist. Yes. Belt.
1: Yes. And it's whoever is the last person standing in the, in the ring. It's like a fucking Kate. It's like a WrestleMania last man in the ring match. Stupid.
2: And of course everybody like rushes Dyke like everyone people, but Amanda. Yes. Just pile after Dyke.
1: He manages to hold his own for a little bit and then Dyke and Amanda are targeting Mandela briefly. And it ends up being what Mandela and
2: Angela are
1: the last two.
2: No, Angie. It's Angie versus fucking
1: Yeah, Grant gets out first and then Dyke gets out eventually, and it all goes very, very quickly. It's like two minutes. Totally, you know, a challenge weighted towards men with larger upper body strength. That can just knock a lady over. over. Yes. Like,
2: both Amanda and, I think, Lorette. Lorette. Just, like, boom. Oh, completely. Like, you have no... You have no chance. You can't go down on your knees. You could go down on a knee, but if the second one touches, it's also weighted towards the tribe split that has the majority, hence every, like, four or five players ganging up on Dyke.
1: Absolutely. It it just wasn't fun to watch. It nope. doesn't feel like a, well, there's no skill at this point in the game. <coughs> I don't want to see a challenge that's 100% brute, brute force, strength. Yeah, not at all. I want to see, yeah, give me a fucking endurance challenge. Give me, there's so yeah. many things you could do. It, it just felt like a weird choice. And then, like, of course, like the, no spitting no head butting and it's just like maybe we shouldn't be doing this I
2: right and it looks like and there are times where you're just like using your head to ram people over and it's
1: like okay i guess
2: that's not head butting but like no, i'm not
1: yeah i'm not smacking my head into yours but i'm using my head to
2: knock you over (laughs) yes i don't know it's like it feels like such a heavily weighted challenge towards people like Mandela to win. It just wasn't fun it's to like, watch. You, you know, going into that, mandala or Grant are winning because they're on the majority and they're the stronger. They're going to
1: team up on the other yeah. guy who has a chance of winning, Dyke. And, and then there's two of them. Then and... knock
2: all the ladies over, yeah. like fucking stupid.
1: I mean, it also hollow victory for Mandela. Yeah,
2: whip dee doo. You can push people over when you have everyone on your team and then are left with tiny ladies to knock over. Good job.
1: After Mandela <laughs> wins, Dyke apparently straight up asks Grant if it's him and gets the answer that it is. Yep. Grant's not going to lie to him. Uh, Lorette doesn't feel like they need to go to Angie because someone like Angie, give them enough rope and they'll hang themselves, is what she says.
2: Yeah. Okay, and is like. Um, Angela and Amanda are kind of trying to like yeah you should recognize that Angie isn't like buddy buddy with you but wants to play buddy buddy and I brought that up earlier in the episode even that like Angie is really really quick to switch perspectives on people and yes. like whose side she's on and she even talks about it now okay Sorry, we are doing something a little bit different today.
1: We're gonna roll right into tribal just because it was short. There's just not a lot of talk. The honestly, immunity was so quick. It's such a you know, we know how everyone's voting for the most part. Dyke's going home, yeah. There's not a lot to talk about. It is heartbreaking that fucking Dyke and Hine are going home on on the the same same episode. episode, It's heartbreaking, but terrible, absolutely.
2: Yeah, but even like, can
1: you back on episode two? Who would have thought that you'd ever hear us saying that, that we're sad to see Dyke and Hyde Oh, I know.
2: We hated that so home. much.
1: Here we are. Loving them. Bummed about it.
2: Angie, like, brings up the point that, like, you know, I I work with people until I need them, and then I don't need them, and right now Mandela looks pretty intimidating maybe that was lorette lorette
1: Lorette was saying that yeah and mark even like i feel like she says something and mark almost tries to turn it on her to make it sound like a negative thing like oh so would you say you just use people or you want to compete with the strongest competitor when it's convenient for you and And when not you don't want to compete against those strong competitors and she's like yeah i guess that is right yeah okay
2: absolutely yeah
1: (laughs) um Mm. dyke looks very sad so during sad. Tribal. very very sad like and with his cry. freshly shaved baby Does face
2: look like a little baby
1: i do like mandala for the most part
2: yeah i do too i've really liked mandala it's just that his I,
1: integrity i just don't like i him.
2: always root for the underdogs i feel like the underdogs always steal my heart and so like i was rooting for amanda and dyke <laughs> yeah. here but and... even
1: in this episode i mean like dyke Amanda. Has a nice when he talks to the camera when he votes for Dyke. He gives like a kind of a prolonged, very nice statement about Dyke. Dyke has a moment speaking to the camera. He says mm-hmm. Mandela translated in English means strength. And like mm-hmm. they definitely view each other as worthy competitors, and probably even more so than like Mandela and Hein, whom maybe didn't like each other.
2: No, Mandela also was like. I can't be the best I can be while you're around. And it's like more so like you aren't but
1: just like more. So Dyke is, the best, yeah, Dyke is like, you can be your best man. Dyke is just your better your, than your you. best competition. Yeah. Yeah.
2: In in occasions, he's just better than you. He's just, he has so you're performed not the best. better, more consistently
1: yeah. than you have. And it's, I mean, in I, a lot of it, owing to like that Dyke is manless. Like, built like a fucking wall and dyke is strong but lean Lean. and scrappy absolutely and that's just lent itself to him like in the the crazy water challenge with the bags being thrown absolutely he could just sneak under the bags that's why dyke won that challenge
2: absolutely
1: yes and i don't know he did better at the survey and
2: (laughs) yeah um yeah so
1: getting down to votes it turns it's two votes for grant one vote for angie Four votes for Dyke.
2: Yeah, so the the one tribe, the Grant, Lorette, Mandela, Angie all stuck together. Yep. And then either Angela, Lorette, or Dyke voted for Angie.
1: Yes. And, and then two of
2: them voted for Grant.
1: Probably Amanda and Dyke voted, voted for, for Grant. Grant.
2: And Angela for That I was thinking the same That's thing. That's my
1: thought. Mark says something while snuffing out Dyke's torch that... Despite tonight's vote, nothing is ever set in stone in Survivor.
2: Okay, calling it right now. Can I call it?
1: I you call it, but I have my own thoughts on it, and I don't think we think the same thing. Okay. Do you want me me to go first? No, I want to go first. Okay.
2: So beginning of the season, there's sendoff island.
1: They mention Exile Island.
2: Yes, Nicole was out on Exile Island. He was. Oh yeah. They used it for one person. You know that. You know that's what's coming back. Heine and Dyke both scooted off to the island Together? today. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Same day they scooted Don't on over. Don't even tease me. And they're hanging out, and they're hanging out for a little bit, and then they fight their way back in. And the in. next
1: episode is just all Heine and Dyke on Exile Island.
2: Just hanging out, buddies again. <laughs> so that's, I know, no. that's what I'm calling.
1: You know what I think?
2: What? What I think, do you think? I
1: think Mark is just making a like dramatic statement in that it's referring to oh despite the fact that you're all voting along the lines that you're all expected hmm. to vote along and now dyke is out nothing is set because he despite tonight's vote nothing's ever set in stone in survivor I think he's just saying like oh don't there's
2: still wiggle room for don't Angela rest on and your laurels Amanda. don't
1: feel safe nothing set in stone okay. even though everything went according to plan i i don't see them introducing exile island at this point but it, if they but do but it was
2: already introduced i know i forgot it was about was introduced that. and only used for one episode if, for one person they,
1: i would love that i, I mean, would that would be a twist i would be very much come into on. come on come
2: on vietnam <laughs>
1: Come on, Vietnam. Um, All right. Well, we're not going to read from Boston Rob's book tonight. It's only fitting that we'll read a brief segment from Hein Vosloo's African Survival (laughs) to bid him adieu, at least for this week. And, you know, he's got in the back of his book, he has a brief autobiographical section broken into various different subjects. Okay. And I didn't want to do anything too weighty. Because maybe Hein will come back. Yeah. Wanted something to kind of hit that right tone of melancholy but hopeful. Okay. So not being born. Not
2: being born.
1: Not married with children. Or school years. Or being a soldier. That's okay. too dark. Not fears or honor. Okay. I decided to go with what are Hein Vaslu's thoughts on dreams? Oh. Kind of sleepy, melancholy, uh like a limbo state. which is
2: where he may be
1: on exile island yes being on exile island kind of is being
2: in a dream state what if he references it right now
1: i believe all people must have dreams dreams keep you alive and sometimes come true i have no desire to climb everest or to cross an ocean or to get a degree i have no desire to become the richest man in africa or have a huge house or fancy cars i would simply like to visit some interesting places in the world And document all my knowledge, because I realize a lot of knowledge is lost when people die. And that is such a shame. I would like to help other people to achieve their dreams. I would like to visit Mongolia, as I am fascinated by the lifestyle and traditions there. I was hoping it would be a little bit more on, like, going to sleep dreams. Yes.
2: Not like, I hope to have this in my life someday, dreams.
1: And there's more. So if you want to hear more on, you know, what Hein Vosloo thinks of dreams and various other things, (laughs) find a copy of this book. He
2: shows you how to make a smoker, just like he did on this season of Survivor. Yeah. And there's pictures. He drew pictures.
1: When you come to episode 10, your appetite for Hein has only been just wetted. Wetted. So you want to get his book and I'm going to seek out. And drink him up. Drink them out, seek them out, and drink them up. That's Hein. (laughs) And with that, I think we'll see you next week with episode eleven, right, Jackie?
2: Can't wait. Oh, yo, yo.